transitions can be hard. One moment we think we have it all figured out, and suddenly we are faced with the unexpected. Hi, I'm your host, Sarai Montoya. I believe that everyone has a special mission in this world, and through this means, I want to be a light in your path if you are ready to get inspired. Come join me on the Sarai Montoya podcast. Together, we will learn to maintain joy while navigating through seasons in life, a joy that is long-lasting and sustainable. I will be releasing episodes every Wednesday with topics to encourage you to continue striving to be the best version of yourself, but most importantly, the person God has called you to be. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited that you gave yourself some space today. I truly believe that we all have a special mission in this world and I want to be a light in your path to get there. In today's episode, we will be discussing our identity in Christ. And I will also be sharing a nice tool that has helped me stay true to who God has called me to be. And I pray that it's also a blessing for you. And before we close, I will say a special prayer to invite God to be the host of this program so that His Spirit can be felt in every word that is shared here. Now, before we get started with our topic of our identity in Christ, I would like to start off with how the world identifies us because we live in a world that is constantly changing and sometimes that can be hard to keep up with. Perhaps we get pressured by the media or our friends to keep up with new trends, the newest softwares, or perhaps keeping up with the latest research. And if we don't put our part to go with this evolving flow in our society, we'll feel disconnected from what's going on around us and at times that can affect who we think we are. Many times, we tend to look outside of ourselves to understand who we are and how we fit in our society. I remember in 2004, when Facebook first came out, I was a sophomore in college and a friend shared this new app that allowed you to know who was in your classes so that you can connect with them and, and interact regarding your classes. And a few years later, the app evolved a bit more and then it opened up for the general population. And the funny thing is that six years later, to my surprise, my parents, who are baby boomers, asked me to help them open a Facebook account for them because their friends and extended family members had gotten an account too and they wanted to connect with them. At first, they would make fun of me because I was on Facebook and other people were on Facebook. They, they would make fun of, of my siblings and I who were on Facebook. And, you know, when their time came around, they didn't want to stay behind this new trend in our society. And they wanted to be a part of this new way of staying connected as well with others. I found that to be so cute because initially this app was created for college students 
and I thought it was just so cute to see my parents starting to use it as well. So seeing how the world of social media has evolved is just one example of how our society makes it so easy nowadays so that you can be a part of something in order to feel that you belong. As the world brings about new technology, ideas, and trends, we try to keep up with society so that the world can see that we are not too behind. Perhaps to the world, you may demonstrate to be a certain type of person, but to God, you are his most precious and valuable child. Greater than any earthly material or accomplishment, your properties and your belongings they don't factor into God's love for you. As humans, our self-identity can be confusing when we do not know who we truly are in Christ. If someone were to ask you, who are you? Perhaps you would base your response based on maybe external factors such as your occupation, your background, or perhaps your title in groups that you're very proud to be a part of. As I mentioned in the previous episode, my husband was a former missionary and he has so many wonderful experiences. And I wanna share one of his experiences that was very touching to me. I remember my husband sharing a story about a time when he went to preach to the mission field in Nicaragua at a youth convention. After the service, the speakers were taken out to eat at a restaurant nearby the convention area. As they sat down, my husband noticed that the restaurant was empty and only two women were sitting in the back. He noticed they kept looking at them. One would get up and go outside the restaurant, stand there in the corner for a bit, and then go back inside. Then the other woman would get up and do the same. They repeated this on and off for a good 10-15 minutes while the men were eating their food. Until one moment, one of the ladies, she got up and went to my husband and asked him, Who are you? He said his name. I am Ishmael Montoya. How can I help you? The lady said, No, you're not understanding me. Who are you? And he said it again. My name is Ishmael Montoya. How can I help you? She said, No, no, no. You're not understanding me. You see, we are witches. And we're here in Nicaragua at a witches convention. And we both have a special power to see inside people's minds. But with you, we can't. So my friend and I have been going outside to check if our powers are still functioning. When we would go outside... We could read people's minds, people that were walking on the street. But when we come inside, we can't read yours. And my husband quickly understood where she was going with this. So he stood up and said, I am a blood-washed, Holy Ghost-filled, sanctified, child of the living God. I come from generations of warriors, of fighters like David, like Samson, like Ruth, like Esther. I was born to fight and I was destined to win. And the woman, he said, he wasn't sure if they ran out or they flew out. <laughs> but he said that they left. <laughs> and the reason why I share this story with you is because 
Many times we forget who we are and who has covered us with their blood. Although we live in a society that is constantly changing, our Father never changes. His Word never changes. He is constant. He is faithful to us. He is all-knowing. He is all-powerful. And He is our provider and we can always cling to Him. Perhaps life has been rough for you and you've had to work hard for what you have. But remember that God has been behind you, making a way for you. He's the one who's been opening and closing doors on you, allowing miracles in your life, saving you from accidents, saving you from falling into temptation. He loves you so much. He loved you even before you were born. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. God has set you apart even before you were born. There is nothing you can do that will change what God thinks of you. Working hard and thriving in life is very important. It's something that we all have to do. But when it becomes a regular obsession where our jobs or work becomes the priority, even above taking time to pray, when we're not taking care of ourselves, not eating well, sleeping well, not being there for our families when they need us, or making time to contribute to society, that can lead to distractions and furthering our connection with God. Ultimately, our focus of who we are in Christ and what He has called us to do. Jeremiah 21.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. His plans are for your good. He has created you with a purpose in mind. And this scripture reminds us that we can have peace in the midst of our season because it was intended by God. If you are currently waiting on God, whether it's for a new job, a new ministry, a miracle in your health, in your family, in your marriage, trust that God is quietly working on it. You're suffering, you're waiting, it won't be for long. God is using this time, He's teaching you patience. He wants you to grow in your character. He wants you to grow in your faith. But overall, He wants you to love Him. And as you continue waiting on Him, trust the process. We can't do this walk on our own. And we can't go a day without Him. We need Him. As Christians, you cannot talk about your identity without mentioning Him, without talking about God's actions in your life, the relationship He has with you. He has given us our identity, our uniqueness, in order that His identity might be proclaimed in this world through you. So that people can see who God is through you, through your actions, and the way you give, and the way you contribute to this world. Our identity is for the sake of making known His identity. Everything you do, and become in this world 
should be to honor Him and bring glory to His name. Sometimes the enemy will bring thoughts in your mind that you are not worth living. He will try to use your past to discourage you from serving at your local church, in your community, and becoming the person God has created you to be. The enemy wants to see you in darkness, sad, lonely, depressed, doing things that you shouldn't. But when those moments come your way, you have to remember who you are. You have to understand who your father is. We are spiritual beings in a physical body, trying to do God's ultimate purpose in this world. You were created for greatness, and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You are a child of God, and he walks by your side. This week, I want to challenge you to strengthen your identity in Christ by renewing your mind daily. Perhaps starting to do this every day could be a little bit hard, out of your comfort zone, but I've created an outline for you called the SOAP Bible Study Method. If you would like to utilize it, you can find the link in the show notes uh, for today's podcast. And feel free to use it as you wish and share with others. One way you can do this is by setting aside a few minutes before you start your day to read a passage in the Bible and pray. If you are just getting started or have fallen off the wagon with your morning devos, give yourself at least 15 minutes before you start your day. Put your alarm 15 minutes earlier so that you have enough time if you need to get to work. Reflect on the scriptures you read. Take note of what God is trying to teach you and how you can apply that scripture to your life. And as you pray, praise Him. Thank Him. Ask Him for guidance. As you try to make any changes in your walk with Him, remember that He is on your side. As you pray, ask Him for peace, the type of peace that only He can give us. As you complete your morning devotion with God, share that joy with those around you so that they can see and feel God's love through you. This is your identity, God's own identity glowing through you. As we close up today's episode, I want to end with a special prayer for you. Let us pray. Lord God, Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for your faithfulness. You are merciful and kind to us. Lord, at this moment, I pray that you release your spirit over my listener, God, that you may remind them who they are, that they can reflect your love to those around them. Give them that self-discipline to make you a priority in their day. Pour your Holy Spirit over my listener, I may not know what they're going through, but in the midst of their waiting, in the midst of any pain or confusion, God, I ask that you renew their strength, renew their vision, that they may see that their identity is in you. At this moment, I rebuke any evil spirit that may be trying to play with their minds, God, trying to discourage them from serving you, Lord. Let them raise their hands in worship and surrender unto you, God. Peace you give us, not like the world gives. 
but the type of peace that only you can give. Thank you, Father, for your presence. We love you and we thank you. Amen. Thank you for joining me on today's episode and giving yourself this space to join in on the Sarai Montoya podcast. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, visit saraimontoya.com slash podcast. And before you go, make sure to subscribe so that you may receive notifications right when new episodes are released. Lastly, I do have a quick favor to ask. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, I hope you'll let me know by leaving a review in Apple Podcast. I'd love to read your reviews. Reviews let Apple know that great listeners like yourself enjoy the show and that helps us expand our reach. So thank you so much. I pray that this podcast truly empowers you to become a better version of yourself, but most importantly, the person God has called you to be. I look forward to talking to you next time.